0: Hey, Peggy. Peggy, wake up. Look up and tell me what you see. (sighs)
1: Speaking as a geologist, I see the beautiful rock formations around us. Speaking of astronomy, I see the stars and the moon and realize how vast the universe is. Speaking as a camper, I look around and see the beauty of sleeping in nature. Why, what do you see?
0: I see that someone stole the tent.
1: welcome to the campfire i'm tony i'm peggy
0: and we are two rv industry veterans who travel part-time
1: in a small trailer
0: looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips tricks and discounts We wanna give some kudos to some friends of ours. We're gonna start with Rockwood and Flagstaff. And something that I've said in the past is that companies like Forest River and Thor really encourage their divisions to compete with one another and also to compete with the competition, right? And this week, it was announced that Rockwood and Flagstaff celebrated being the Forest River Tier 1 Q4 winner When compared to the other divisions. So they are all competing with one another. Well, once again, Rockwood and Flagstaff got the lead position in their, I guess, grouping.
1: In all four quarters, they did that all last year.
0: Yeah. So they're just making good stuff. And I mean, our Rockwood that we picked up mid-December thus far has been terrific. The customer service teams got a huge accolades for their consistent efforts to excel in the warranty and parts and service departments and at the end of the day they say they're striving to do the best for you so they know that they're going to continue into 2023 and we have no doubts of that
1: that's right also speaking of people winning things (laughs) (laughs) the dealership that tony used to work which is called redwood empire rvs also won an award the best of Lake and Mendocino counties.
0: Yeah, I was really proud of Perry and Manya and all the people back at Redwood Empire RVs. One of the things, you know, Perry really encouraged all of us to be RVers and to treat the customers well. And so I'm really proud that they got best of Lake and Mendocino, two counties, they got mm. the best of Lake and Mendocino County <laughs> awards. So two companies that we tip our hats to and people who work there who we're proud to call friends.
1: Yes, very much so. And speaking of quality performers, you know that ABC Upfitters provided our mini light with a quality performer in oh. the form of the MasterVolt power package that we had installed in the, when the trailer was built.
0: We have really put this thing to the test on the road in quartzite and now, believe it or not, in the driveway.
1: Yeah, yeah, we've had to leave our heater and we leave the fridge on. So we leave the heater on so we don't have to put antifreeze in the system during this cold, cold weather that we are... Uh, uh, enjoying here in New Mexico.
0: (laughs) I would winterize, but we are leaving again next week and we'll be gone for almost two months on the road. And I, I just didn't feel like it. right? But the solar system and the battery systems have been working perfectly. We have left the heater on in the trailer, not comfortable level, but to keep everything from freezing. And yesterday I went and checked and it's the batteries are up to 99% state of charge. so Right.
1: And we've had some fairly gloomy days. And last week I think we told you there was snow like three days in a row. So it's not like there's all that summer sunshine like we are accustomed to in nicer times of the year. But yet, even with the cloudy overcastness, it's still keeping the battery very well charged. Yeah.
0: So again, ABC Upfitters put in the system on behalf of Rockwood Flagstaff in our trailer. And they can also engineer a system for your rv they take into account your style and your rv and all of that and build a system specifically to your needs and they use master volt components which have a lot of experience in the marine industry and you know when you're out at sea your tolerance for failure is pretty low so a good company to look to if you're thinking of getting a solar or battery system for your rv of any type
1: We are trying out a new app. It's called Spot Tonight, and we got to talk to Terry Broussard, and so here he is. We are fortunate enough to be joined today by Terry Broussard from Spot Tonight. Terry, thank you for spending some time with us, and we really look forward to hearing how Spot Tonight is, well, Spot Tonight and beyond, as you said.
2: (laughs) Yeah, sure. I'm uh, glad to. I'm glad to be here with your listeners. I always enjoy and appreciate a chance to talk to folks about our journey, where we came from, and what's new on the horizon. And uh, and like I said, I appreciated the opportunity to give you a bit of an update because it's been a little bit of a time since we spoke. Yeah. Real quick, in a nutshell, I'm, in fact, I just sold my fourth RV. So <laughs> it's kind of a uh, thing of us military retirees that we like to travel. Uh-huh. And So along the journey on RV number three, my son-in-law and I, we were standing near the RV and he says, let's go somewhere. And I said, when? He said, tonight. (laughs) I gave him my phone. I said, I go tell your mother-in-law we're going and find a spot. I've got three groups of parks in there. He looks, he comes back. I come back to him. I said, you got a spot? I said, no. And he says, it's incredibly difficult. And I said, it is. It's frustrating. You cannot just go just like that, it doesn't work. Uh. So we got pretty savvy on all these systems, and got some development team on the way, and did uh, kind of a friends and family investment round, and we were off to the races. Great.
0: How long ago was that? I know we had spoken to you in the past. Yeah,
2: that was in. Uh, let's see, we had the aha moment in September, October, 2019. Okay. We had a minimally viable product for development, which is basically like a PowerPoint demo thing that would search two or three parks for the first RV super show that we went to, which was in 21. Then in 22, I think I had 50 parks in the app. And then I just went last month. Right. And we're well over 560 parks wow. in the app and on our way to probably, I really think by the summer, based on the new integration documents that are coming in now and the speed that they're coming in, we will be at about twelve hundred
0: parts oh. by G. Gee, wow. So your product is an app, and you can literally go on the app and book a spot tonight.
2: That is correct. We started it as an iOS app, then we did Android, and now we have a full, fully functional website, which lets us do even even more like share links with different other, whether it's a map like RV Life, those guys, you know, we can actually embed that booking data. But the Uh goal was to make it incredibly easy to book an RV spot. So if you take that thought and we produce the direct connection to these booking systems, now you can build your profile. That's most important for your readers to understand. Build a profile first so we know what type of camper you're looking to fit. Mm-hmm. And then just walk it into a direction whether you just say, I want to look at Florida. I want to look at Texas. I want to look at Albuquerque. I want to look at, you know, South Texas. And let it run its course and it will percolate and filter out and return to you only parks that have spots that meet your requirement for the time that you need it. Awesome. Once you have your profile built, you can literally look, book and go. And what I think is about eight clicks. Nice. From taking the phone off your, off your hip or out of your purse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's yeah. the neat thing. Many RV parks are still thinking it's the 1960s and (laughs) want you to make a phone call we've even had one that sends a postcard
1: yeah we haven't stayed there for a while but you had to call and then you had to mail a check and then if you had to cancel they had to mail you a check back and it was was, not it it was a great park but it was a frustration to get booked
0: that's an understatement
2: you've been traveling like me for years i'm sure and you know you, you deal with so many different people in the industry there. And there, as you said, there are some parks that are very content with their business model. And I've literally seen sticky note reservations <laughs> at a desk. And when I, when I speak to the parks at campground shows, I hold up a can a pack of sticky notes. And I said, unfortunately, if this is your booking system, I cannot get you in spot tonight. Yeah. Our users are high tech tend to be towards the millennial, realm, and they don't want a directory. They don't want to have to call somebody while they're mo- motoring down the road yeah. at 60 miles an hour, and only to pass the exit where your park was, and then you to call them back and say, oh, I'm sorry, I was, you know, dealing with firewood in the kitchen right. store, yeah. and they say, well, I'm, we're an hour past yeah, you, and we're not turning back.
0: And being able to book online is really a lot of peace of mind, right? Because let's say you're going somewhere as we are. <laughs> In fact, we are going to be driving right by the world headquarters of spot tonight. <laughs> right. Let's say you want to, you know, it's tomorrow night and you're like, oh, I want to book something. And then you have to wait for a phone call back or or even worse. And they just don't call back. Being able to just book is such a peace of mind. Yeah. And it's how hotels have worked for decades.
2: Right. Exactly. And we were surprised when we started doing our business research that there was really not an Expedia.com or booking.com for RVs. So we felt like the timing was right. And then of course, when COVID hit and it really put a surge in outdoor camping, that really just accelerated the development for us in the business line. The issue, and again, another thing that people should understand is, I always look at these systems. There's two different types of systems, right? There's directory that just says, yes, uh, that park, they have a park there in, you know, Lafayette, Louisiana, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't tell you anything about it. As you said earlier, you have to call them, you know, to put that data in, or if they do offer web booking. You still have to put in all your information right. and wait for it to return after you've put in, you know, Forest River, or yeah. archive, 21 feet, Model 193. You have to put all that in, and then it comes back, sorry, we don't have anything. Yeah. Yeah. So we took all of those features, and by building out your profile and applying that on the top of the stack, we filtered that away. So it saves your profile. It confirms that indeed you, you didn't sell your RV or maybe you were using a rental the last time. So it just we want to make one more check before we bounce it against the open systems. Right. And then we connect you directly to their systems. So it's just as if you're talking to the person at the campground and yeah. in, in they're using the same terminal that they
0: are. And the good thing is, like hotels, oftentimes you come up to the front desk and there's three or four people, they can multitask and, and all of that. But a lot of times campgrounds, the thing we're doing is going to the backwoods or wherever the heck it is, right. and there's one person. And if they're checking someone in, they can't answer your phone call because exactly. that would just, so this is this solves that problem as well.
2: Yeah, you're exactly right. You know, everybody wants to deal with the customer that's in their presence, right? So, and rightfully so. So, the person working the desk will give the most attention to the person standing in front of them at that campground store. Whether they're trying to find propane, wanting to know why the price tag on the s'mores is worn off, <laughs> or what the next, you know, camp and checking in, right? I mean, we've all been there. We've stood behind these people all the right. time. And so, as you said earlier, the hotel industry certainly excelled in it. And I equate this similar back before there was in the airline industry, what was that system, Sabre? Oh, man, if I'm yeah. Mistaken. I think that was one of the very, very early connecting airline systems where you'd get printed tickets and all of that. So then along came the computer age, and we started, you know, integrating and recognizing the value of a shared business set and shared data to the extent that we can. We're extremely protective of our partner park systems data, as well as the user data, obviously. We have a responsibility to protect all of that. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we're not owned by a reservation company. So we are Switzerland, all of these guys. We like it to be that way, because I really, in the matter of having a few minutes discussion with them, I can turn competitors into partners in the app. Yeah. If you've looked at our website, you've seen we have. I think we're up to. We just signed documents for our eighth integration. Wow! Which will be a major system. And each one of these, any park reservation company that sells to the parks, they can generally have from 200 to four or 500 parks wow. in their system. Okay. And so then we work. We work with onboarding all those and building out to produce that end product that you see in the web and. You know, and then the uh, handheld device.
0: Excellent. So then, the big question is: What is the cost to use Spot tonight?
2: Sure. So there's a convenience fee that is charged at time of checkout, very much like Airbnb, Expedia. You know, all of those companies. Mm-hmm. We are charging a small convenience fee. It works. It's roughly ten percent, and on the bookings that we see, it, it average is generally about five bucks per reservation per night okay there's no charge to download it there's no charge to build your profile i love for people to build their profile i always tell the travelers that at all of the conferences build your profile first so you get the best experience right and then look and you'll be able to you'll be able to see in the app there's actually if you find a part that you want to, let's say you want to ping it between each other you hit the share button it throws it over into text messaging oh. and you can swap it so there's no fusion over what park you're going to that's cool there's a lot of gulf coast rv parks as you can imagine so so uh, that's pretty handy and then we have the ability to save a park and build little trip boards so like if you want to build one spring break and just throw parks in there that as you're sitting there by the fireside looking at parks and where you want to go you don't have to write them down you can just hit the green heart the heart in the top right corner of the picture (sighs) And it'll throw it into a board for you.
1: I love that because and then you can
2: share those. Yeah,
1: because a lot of times people do tell me, Oh, you should stay here, you should stay there. And I'm like, Well, how am I gonna where am I gonna store that information? I'm not gonna remember. <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly. And then you'll see you'll even see that after you complete a reservation, you can go down in the app and on your on the web to the past reservations and you can leave yourself notes about that part. Okay kind of a rating. It's not shared or public right now. Okay. You know, we're not rating parks, but it's more for, Hey, we were in number five last time. Well, actually it'll show you, it'll save your exact spot. Okay. And you could say, would prefer to be up at spot 20 because it was closer to the pool for the kids or something like that so that you can save your notes for that particular reservation. That's very nice.
0: And then with the ability to share, you could also, one of the things Peggy and I love to do is camp with friends. And so you could share maybe on a Facebook group or, you know, however, whatever floats your boat, (laughs) that's pretty darn cool.
2: Sure we're developing and, and t- talking about new features coming out will be the shopping cart that will be launched out here within the coming weeks. And then the shopping cart, you'll be able to get your spot at a cabin for grandma or an overflow room for the kids and uh, do all of that checkout. So the flow will be, we'll be adding the shopping cart first and then we'll turn on other places of accommodation. So as you can imagine going from zero to hero, <laughs> Our target is to really get people into the app, in a marketplace, booking campground reservations for RV spots. So we just, right now you can only book RV spots, Mm -hmm. but in the coming year, you'll be able to book those other places of accommodation and there's all sorts of information that the parks are loading up, such as firewood, if you want that delivered, if you want to reserve a golf cart. I've spoken to a park that does concealed carry training so you can reserve an instructor and a gun lane, uh, which is kind of interesting, unique. I've seen people put hunting guides in Mm. there. So all of that then once becomes available once we build those highways to those data sets. Okay. I can
1: imagine too, like if there's a clubhouse or a gazebo or something that has to be reserved for bigger groups, that would also be good. You know, if you're going to go meet a bunch of people there, then you want to maybe reserve a gazebo so you can all gather in one place.
0: (laughs) Or maybe tours of the area.
1: Yeah.
2: We have a storyboard for Rally Masters. Oh. So uh, I'm looking at that as well. And What would it take to develop the Rally Master where, say, you're in charge of booking, you know, seven spots. That's awesome. I have a feeling pretty easy right now with our shopping cart, you'd be able to do Uh that because most of the parks are giving you direct visibility of the spots. So you can actually just line up, say you want spots 20 through 25, because they're all together, uh-huh. and that's how many campers you have, and then you can book it right right there in your shopping cart. You'd, you'd end up paying for all of them, but uh, it would all be on one reservation. Oh. So
1: this is much more than just open your app and find a place to stay tonight even though that's part of the name tonight. <laughs> it's definitely not just for yeah, the no, that's night. that's a
2: good point. Yeah, we uh, that's why I said spot tonight and beyond now because really once we realized that the parks, for those parks like that are down here along Interstate 10 in the southern part of the states, they camp all year long, right? We camp all year long. So there's constant availability being pushed into the system. But if you're up in the northeast or in the snow country, where they physically close for a season, they may not publish those dates till February and March, mm-hmm. right? For the summer season. And so you'll look and say, well, I know they're, they can't, they have to have space up there. <laughs> well, they do. They just haven't turned on their summer booking yet because again, we're real time. Right. It's, it's all done in real time. Okay. And in fact, you'll even see it when you get to the booking and checkout screen, you'll see a little clock kind of giving you a sense of urgency <laughs> that, Hey, this is, a, this is a hot commodity. And, you know, if you're looking at 4th of July weekend somewhere and you see one spot left in the park, yeah, you better be ready to jump on yeah. it. And I tell people, you know, I know some people are skittish about e-commerce and credit cards, although I think most everybody's realized that it's extremely secure. I tell people, don't hesitate. Put your card information in. It's all secure. We use Stripe as one of the the, the major payment gateways out there for developers. Mm-hmm. That way, when you see that little clock, you don't have to go back looking for your purse or the vault <laughs> in yes. the back of the coach, you know, to dip out that three letter code
1: yeah. to make that
2: card work. Yeah. There's no place to quote hold a reservation in real time. You know, it's like book. Okay. Bam. I like
0: it. And it's much more involved than we had originally. Anticipated.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's extremely powerful. I tell you, our chief product officer and chief technology officer, both of those guys are exceptionally skilled at what they do and have created this user experience that is second to none. It's far exceeded my wildest dreams of what I felt like we could get into. And now, like I said, with the website and everything that's been launched, we've had a great adoption of that. You know, and the more reservation systems we get to sign up, it's becoming the place to put, you know, your parks. I think really here within the, by June, we'll have probably the, if not very close to the largest aggregation of immediately bookable parks. Okay. So again, that's different from like RV Parky or Compendium or some of these other systems, not to downplay those, because that's the way we all worked. Those are... All directory system. Right. Right, right.
1: And does Spot Tonight include campgrounds and national parks and things like that? Or are these
2: mostly private parks? These are mostly private parks. We do have a handful of public land parks that it seems as though the local jurisdiction did kind of a commercial off-the-shelf purchase and just bought a booking system that was available without having to develop their own. Mm -hmm. And so there are some public lands in there, public campgrounds. We are negotiating with the uh, booking system that's used by those parks right now, oh. by the state parks, and hopefully we'll have some news in the coming weeks as well.
1: Okay, good.
2: Yeah, I
0: like it.
1: I
2: think that's going to be a little bit more involved because, you know, it's all contractual bid process. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: That's always but fun.
2: What, I really, what excites me the most, I think, about opening this up with national parks and state parks is Is that we present a common user platform. Right. So it doesn't really matter what booking system they're with. The traveler gets so accustomed to saying, oh, this is a book instant spot here. Here's how I save that park. This one shows me the maps. That's great. I like that. This one has amenities. Oh, here's the rules and cancellation policies. It's all right here oh in one place for my card boom and it's paid and so it's not like you have to look at different systems every time you find a different Yeah. Car.
0: Yeah, it makes it so that it's like the hotel business which is sort of the the gold standard.
2: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, in fact we modeled a lot, you know, following the technology and growth curves of that particular hospitality industry and, and I think really if anything we're probably in our in camping probably 10 years behind you know, and what you can do. But now think about this for a minute, because what we accomplished was no small task, right? You know, you, when you call or get on your booking app for a hotel, you just say I want a king, king room mm-hmm. this week in the world. You're not telling them that I need hot and cold running water yeah. in a toilet. I need 50 amps on this wall. I like cable and Wi-Fi. <laughs> you know, that's what we do in tonight every day when we book, right? Right. We, we give, have so many filtered characteristics. Oh, by the way, and uh, in case you're wondering, uh, I'm five feet, eight inches tall. <laughs> right. you know,
1: my dog's name is Sadie.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, I have one dog. No, they're not on the, the uh, unacceptable breed list. Oh, so yeah. On the paper. You know, there's so many qualifying criteria in booking a campground that, that really when you sit back and think, oh, my gosh, all of that's weighed into here. Yeah. Oh, I was just writing a a blog that I'm working on a a blog about memberships because, you know, I think it's all about everybody likes to have memberships. We probably all have a handful of cards in our wallet. Right. We did that from the very beginning, you know, and I, I, again, I talk about how I literally stood at a counter and kind of went through the booking process with my wallet cards in the order that I pulled them out and whatnot so that I could see. And, And the park owners always say, well, give me this, say military discount because we give them the most. Okay, great. So they take that card. So our logic does the same thing. If our travelers build their profile and under memberships put in whatever cards, clubs, they're right. in, travel clubs or whatever, and if the park has authorized that on the backside when they set up and we, we, we build them out and we ask about all that and it shakes hands in the app, you will get the same discount. Okay. Now, travelers will generally show their card when you get there, and the person will say, you know, kind of like, just like going to a hotel, right? When they say, show me your whatever card, military discount card, for instance, show me your uh, your ID, because we don't send pictures or anything like that. But you have to verify when you get there. But they will include that at time of checkout if they authorize it. Now, many parks. Feel like you know they discount the rate online because they feel like there's they don't have any labor handling, right? Mm-hmm. So they discount the rates a bit. And some of them say well, that's our discount. Like we, we give everybody online a discount. Right. But we all like discounts and sales, so I tell yeah. everybody to put them in there. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I have the ability to add the organizations, So if there's, uh, I you know, if somebody's got a new club that I haven't stumbled across yet. They can always email us at support at spottonight.com. I can add it in there real quick.
0: Yeah, and you can also, uh, as the listeners are traveling around, they can advocate to parks to go, you know, I usually use this booking system (laughs) and makes it easy, so maybe you should look at it.
2: Yeah, you actually brought up a great point on the main screen of the app. There's down at the bottom, there's our ambassador program. And for that particular one, just like what you said, let's say you're in a park, and you recognize the lo- you have all the booking logos down there from the companies that we've connected to, and they say, yeah, we're on uh, that, that one there, we'll watch in the app. And then you hit us up, we hit them up, they uh, strike a, uh, yeah, we want to be in there, then we'll do a, uh, we do a little travel credit for you. Okay. And you're officially a part of the ambassador program. I all like right. It. Perfect. And then we're also... We're rolling out, the I guess I would say, the next up from Ambassador, which would be our advocate program. And these will be targeted individuals. It'll be more of a uh, geographic targeted area. And the advocates will work those areas building the park relationships for us. And we anticipate that they'll also be doing some rallies for us, you know, helping us with rallies, getting our name out there. Excellent. I
0: like it. So you guys are, you guys have been busy.
2: <laughs> we have been, it's been a very fast. Well, let's say we're three years now, I guess. Yeah, three years.
0: Now you had also mentioned integrations with things like RV Trip Wizard. Yes. So tell us about that.
2: Yeah. So uh, RV Trip Wizard, we work closely with the guys over there with uh, uh, Andy and Patrick and have actually are loaded a uh, collection of parks, destination parks. In their system as a trial, so that we could see how that worked. We had very good conversion, and so now we're looking down the road at how do we just load all of our spots in, there, mm-hmm. you know, just so that now you'll be able to get your was a uh, pro membership, I think, so you can use the trip planner uh-huh. and see everything and book it all right there. Now. Of course, when you go to hit the, the booking link, it will jump over to a spot tonight window and that reservation will occur over there. But you'll you'll stay. You'll still have your mainframe travel. Oh. Um, uh,
1: I've been working on planning our trip to the southern states and that's where I do that planning is in Trip Wizard. So I'm going to be able to test that out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And, and they may, um, I, I think we put like 20 in there. So you you, know, you may see them and may not, but okay. until, because we're just kind of a beta test on okay. that. It's all about what we can get done before the first of the June, you know, when the real season kicks off, right. but certainly give it a shot. And then just flip back and forth, keep two screens. Right. Up, and if you're drawing down the road and you see you're going through I-10 in Louisiana, just hit the button. I just activated a brand-new resort yesterday close to the Texas-Louisiana border in Zwolle. It's on the, the Sabine River. Okay. And I uh, have got a little bit of a lazy river going there. It looks ah. it's beautiful. It's a brand-new park.
0: Awesome.
2: So even my home state is coming along. I'm excited <laughs> uh, for the conversions along here. Super.
0: Well, I'm glad that we crossed paths again because I didn't realize all of the things that you had added and all the capabilities of Spot tonight. So it sounds like a great tool to help plan and book travel.
2: Yeah. Yes, indeed. Well, thank you. I, and again, like I guess I really appreciate the chance to update and share all of the uh, new features because we've, we've really come a long way. We've worked hard. Our teams work constantly on this. We're quite nimble <laughs> on our development. So if we get good feedback from the travelers on something, we can make an adjustment and, and work that way. And we're still growing. So the eight reservation systems, six of them are live right now. So that's why I'm counting on another 500 parks or so before one June. Okay. Wow. Great. We'll be double. Yeah. We'll be yeah. double. So it really will be spot tonight and beyond.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds like the functionality is far outgrown the name, although it's still a great, it's
2: a great name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I really see this availability of immediate booking, in real time, and the data feedback that we provide makes all the difference in the world for travelers. That now you can just really just pull the phone out, and if you get a last-minute call that hey, I got off work early today, can we go to the campground tonight? Boom, <laughs> pull the phone out, <laughs> yeah, go I like to the website that. Yeah, and find out what's available. Oh, and I forgot to tell you, one one last thing while you're driving when you're stopped to get gas or whatever, you can do the Parks Near Me button. Right on front and center on the app, mm. and it will reset to your current location and show you those parks that are available for tonight. Okay, if you're tired and want to stop. Yeah,
0: it. and that's more in keeping with the name. Exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah, because that's really kind of how we started. I the funny story there I was literally on uh, GoDaddy.com at night coming up with names <laughs> and checking URLs. Oh, okay. And bought that one, and then the next week, the following week, I was on the phone to Australia talking to our first partner, which was RMS Cloud, getting a developer kit from those guys. Wow. And then we were off. the Wow.
0: And I would imagine since you see all these reservations, you're also probably seeing some interesting trends in booking.
2: Oh, yes. Yeah, actually, this summer, this past season was really interesting because I started seeing, I saw a gentleman that was booked several in a row, right? And I thought, well, this is pretty cool. And I reached out to him, and you know, he was actually in England and was flying over, uh-huh. renting a van, and doing his trip. Cool. In spot tonight, he said, "You know, I'm in the UK." I said, "Well, I figured that because I couldn't couldn't figure out how to call you quickly, but it's no problem because I was stationed over in Germany for five uh. years." I said, "So." Um, respectful of the time difference and know how to work all of that you know so yeah so you can see that and i'll tell you the other thing talking about trends i'm already seeing you know july 4 labor day memorial day i'm seeing holiday bookings this far out yeah right.
0: i know it's going to be tight this year because what was it last year they sold 550 thousand rvs and that you know you add that to the rvs that have already been out there and there's a lot of folks who have recognized how awesome this lifestyle is.
2: Right. It's so true. They're building and selling so many more RVs way far in, in excess of the amount of available spots Right for campers. Right. And so the ability to have technology like this that will actually do all the legwork for mm-hmm. you is, is a real game changer for campers you know it it's it's huge i've had people at the shows come to me and say you know okay i'm going to spend all the evening of my time precious time looking at parks calling places or i can just pull your app out and <laughs> i said that's exactly right yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it makes it, it
0: makes the whole experience. It brings it into the modern
2: times, right? It does. Yes, yes, it, it does. And it, like you said, it frees up more time to enjoy camping. Yeah, which is you know to be sitting there by the fire uh, chatting. I mean, instead of fretting, where are you going to be next? Where are we going to go yeah. next? You know, do we have those reservations? Yeah.
0: Well, it turns making a reservation into stressless camping.
2: Oh. No, that's perfect. <laughs> it is the epitome of stressless Absolutely. camping. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. Yep. Well, Terry,
0: <laughs> thank you so much for your time today and for the tool you've created. It really it is a game changer. Yeah. We look forward to crossing paths with you in the real life. Yeah. In a few weeks here, I think. Yeah, right? we
1: will be in your yes, in indeed. your neck of the woods. So we'll keep in touch and maybe we'll get together and find one of those breweries nearby.
2: I'm all over that. Come on down to Louisiana and as we say, let's Say Le Balton Roulette. <laughs> so that's a good time for yeah. you. Oh, That that sounds like a
0: slogan I need to learn. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it to you. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> so we also have questions we ask. One of those is what is Your best RV memory.
1: Or your best camping memory. What is your best
2: camping
0: memory? There you go.
2: Okay, so my best camping memory is camper number three, which was our Jayco Seneca. (laughs) We were team camping with a friend of ours, and he was in his Newmar Ventana. And the campground spots were separated by a nice row of hedges, trees, you know, at about chest height. And all of a sudden, I hear all of this commotion coming from the side of his camper, only to discover he had not fully connected his black tank. Oh, Oh, no. And he he had a mess. Yeah. And it was the funniest thing (laughs) to see (laughs) see this go on there. And uh, we just had the best time camping that trip together. That was so funny. And all of our families were there. So, you know, we had, I I think we had 10 people in, in the Seneca at that time. Nice. Oh, oh, man. Massive number. Yeah, it was great. It was a great time. That's
0: one of those situations where first you say it, and then you say it. Uh, yes,
2: that's <laughs> right. Oh my
1: God. So then that's conversely, so what is your worst camping memory?
2: My worst camping memory I say is always around getting rained on, right? <laughs> um, going to a campground where you're flooded out because it's just had so much rain. And although there's a lot to do in the, uh, you know, to sit into the camper with family and whatnot, and we certainly do all of that. We bring games and we seem to make great times together with the family. But when you're just cooped up in a camper in the pouring rain, and then when it stops and you come out and everything is still flooded, yeah, yeah. it's a little bit frustrating. Fortunately, knock on wood, I've not really had any mechanical issues, probably because, you know, my background, like I said, as a nurse, I really stay up on things and I have a you know, a walk around where I make sure everything's working, you know, and it's not good. Leave me stranded on the road. Yeah. I've been fortunate I'm not uh knock on wood, never had a blowout <laughs> on the R V. Pretty, you know. Excellent. I didn't have on the second, the first R V was that big Ford four sixty engine. That had back in the, uh, I guess that was in the late '80s, early '90s. Uh, that had the cylinder so uh, what was it? The exhaust manifold cracks, yeah, leaks, and uh, yeah, I had that warrantied out once, and I think it, I think it happened again. You know, before I ended up selling it, you just in the doghouse while you're driving, and that thing just would heat up worse. Yeah, it would almost burn you. Oh head. yeah, that's yeah. so hot. <laughs> Oh, well, cool. The best is, my, I, one of the other funny stories is when I my buddy calls me up and he says he has a mission, we're going to Tampa to look at a camper of lazy days, and he says, you know, I know you, you've had a couple of those, and this was before I bought number three, right? So I was learning all about getting refreshed on the the nuances of the new more, and then I'm talking to my wife, and I said, I think I see camper number three, and <laughs> she says, because I was looking, that's when I first discovered the Super seas. you know. Oh, yeah. She said, Broussard did better slide and drive. <laughs> she didn't want to be in another. But the one we had right before was a twenty-five, twenty-seven foot trailer with no slides. So it was like a shipping container on wheels. <laughs> she wanted one that opened up. You know, that's when slide, that was the cat's meow, right, when you had slides.
0: <laughs> well, on that note, we will let you get back to your day, and, and we really appreciate your time.
1: Okay. Yeah, thank you uh, so much.
2: Y'all take care. Thank you very much. You too. Thank Thank you. you.
1: So that is a pretty awesome app, and I've been testing it out. I will continue to test it out as we work on the planning of our next journey. And as we start our journey, I'll be updating our favorite apps blog post in a couple of weeks when I've, I've got some other things also on the burners. So I should have some new things to add to that app
0: post. Speaking of our favorite apps, that is one of the three presentations we will be giving in Perry, Georgia. Yes. At the FMCA convention. And if you have interest in attending the FMCA convention in Perry, Georgia. You don't even have to be an FMCA member. If you're interested in attending for the day and seeing some of basically what makes an FMCA convention, we have some free day passes. And so you can message us through stressuscamping.com and we will have them available for you until we run out.
1: Right. <laughs> so I'm really excited about the collaboration that Terry talked about between Spot Tonight and RV Trip Wizard. Like I told Terry, we I use RV Trip Wizard to plan all of our trips and the convenience of clicking right into a reservation system from RV Trip Wizard is going to be a a really good, helpful addition to the planning process. Another thing I really like about RV Trip Wizard is that I can add in sites or locations. Like if we're going to go to a Harvest Host or a Boondockers Welcome, or if we're going to Mooch Dock with a family or friends, <laughs> I can just put in those addresses and add those as destinations in RV Trip Wizard. Or I can use RV Trip Wizard's campground layer and find a place to stay from there. And then it'll be really cool when I click on one of those campgrounds and it just takes me directly to spot tonight and then I have one less step to worry about. Yeah. Another great feature of RV Trip Wizard is that I can tell the system how far I want to drive, how far Tony wants to drive in a day, <laughs> and I can find a destination that's the right distance away. So if I know point A and point B and I know that they're 1200 miles apart then I know how many days it's gonna take to get there and I can make stops along the way.
0: We also have a discount to RV Trip Wizard and the whole RV Life system, we have a 25% discount when you use the word stressless, all caps, and the coupon code. And one of the things that RV Life did with us is let you actually try out the full system. So if you look at our website on our discounts and deals page, there is a link to RV Safe Navigation. You can actually go and try out the system, and there are links in the show notes of this and at the RV discounts and deals section of the Stressless Camping website this week we have a gadget review that i didn't do
1: that's right my nephew Corey <laughs> was kind enough to take from us a tpms system a tire pressure monitoring system that we had received you know our truck and our trailer both have them built in so we didn't know where to attach yeah. <laughs> that system and Corey said that he could use it so the review that tony's gonna give you now is actually from Corey. from
0: Corey, and so it is the time eight tire pressure Monitoring system. To be honest, it's a relatively inexpensive system between 70 and 80 bucks on Amazon. And I've seen other tire pressure monitor systems in the three to four hundred dollar range. Wow. So yeah, it's it's relatively inexpensive. The pluses are you basically replace the caps on the valve stems, which are called the Schrader valves. Oh. So you replace those on your vehicle, and it comes with four of those. There's a device that you put in your vehicle and that shows you what the tire pressure is on your four tires. The neat thing is that can either be charged with a power port or cigarette lighter Or it also has a solar panel on the top, so it can charge itself with that. Nice. These do show tire pressure. Corey said they're fairly accurate. He was pretty happy with how accurate it is. They also show if there's a rapid loss of tire pressure. So that means a hole in the tire or a blowout. And it also will report if the tire is excessively hot. And you can set all those parameters in the main unit. So, you know, you tell it what tire pressure is supposed to be and what temperature and all of that. And it'll warn you when it goes outside of that. Not a bad system at all and not expensive as some of these are. It's probably not quite as elaborate or good as... A $400 system, but well, probably. you know what, it's better than not having one. So right. I would say for 80 bucks on Amazon, why not, right? So it's the Time 8 Tire Pressure Monitor System.
1: Thank you again, Corey, yeah, for Corey. checking that out for us. And we hope that you never find that there is an emergency with your tires. But if there is, <laughs> hopefully this will help.
0: Yeah, and Corey's a very cool guy. So I'm glad that he said, yeah, I'll help you out.
1: Yeah. So, did anybody else help you reviewing your RV of the week? No,
0: actually, (laughs) that one is all me. (laughs) And it's interesting. As you know, we provide articles to a number of places, including Girl Camper. And one of the things that I get requests for a lot are small Class C RVs. And we found the Thor Compass 23TE. As the RV of the week, list price is one hundred and sixty thousand, but I saw them for about a hundred thousand dollars, and you might go, "Ooh, doggies!" But for that money, it's a better value to me than a Class B. It has a real bathroom that extends across the entire width of the rear, so I really like that. It has. A really good kitchen. There's a televator. So it has a Murphy bed in a slide on the roadside. And that Murphy bed is not bad. There are wooden slats so that the mattress doesn't get moldy. The bad thing on that, though, is it is a shorty queen, but it does face the TV. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> a lot of motorhome features. And if you have a motorhome, you know, like, typically they have generators yes this does but one of the things i like is a lot of class c's tend to come with residential refrigerators whereas this comes with a 12 volt fridge but oddly enough a separate 12 volt freezer Mm. so yeah it's kind of interesting how they put this together it's got a really tall ceiling height it's a six foot eight inch interior height It's based on the Ford Transit all-wheel drive platform. So another little feather in its cap Mm -hmm. is all-wheel drive. There's a lot of good things that I thought were well-designed. It's got tankless water heater, skylight over the cap. The things that I thought were... Real downsides were that it had a plastic toilet. I mean, come on, Thor, 160 grand, and you're putting a plastic toilet in. <laughs> and then the front seats don't swivel around to face no. the back, which is dumb, would be the way I'd put it.
1: Well, sure. I mean, that's part of the reason for having a motorhome, right? Right.
0: <laughs> Josh Winners, our friend Josh, the RV nerd, described this as ten pounds of sugar in a five-pound bag. We like that expression. Yeah. I would agree with that. And a couple of things that Thor could fix and you'd have a real winner here. And that's that toilet and swiveling the front seats. But other than that, a real nifty package in a small container that I believe would fit in a normal parking space. Oh, right. And one of the Facebook groups that we troll, as it were, (laughs) there was a photo of underneath the slide mechanism on their travel trailer. And, The mounting bolt, the bracket that holds the bolt to the slide mechanism, broke off. And it was a weld that broke. But I suspect it may have been caused by rust. Though I don't know because it wasn't like super rusty, but there was rust on the frame. And so my advice is to crawl around under your RV and just look for rust or any signs of rust corrosion because they had the slide out and could not bring the slide in and the remedy is you had to call a mobile welder and have that bracket repaired and you know that's not cheap so it's better to do that at home than in the campground so rust is definitely something to look for under your rv because it can cause failures like this poor camper whose bracket literally sheared off On a, maybe not a good weld, maybe a good weld, but definitely a rusty one. So, something to look for.
1: Yeah. So, every week, as you know, we have a question of
0: the week. On our Fun and Friendly stresses Camping Podcast Facebook
1: group. That's right. And last week, I wanted to know what would you most like to learn from a seminar boot camp whatever you want to call it like what class would you first sign up for
0: and i was surprised at the responses because they were relatively consistent
1: yeah so some of them are kind of fun like brian wants to know how to use the itty bitty teeny weeny oven (laughs) a few people wanted to have classes on how to back up and tow and that is i mean that's great A couple people actually said they'd like to learn from someone who isn't their partner because maybe they and their partner, you know, love each other and want to continue to love each other.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry for what I said when I was backing up (laughs) at the campground, right? How many of us have seen that shirt or coffee mug or whatnot?
1: A lot of people just want to know how to inspect and maintain their whole RV, their whole travel trailer or their whole RV. And as Bill said, repairs that you can do while you're on the road, because some things, you know, maybe you want to know that you need to take it in for service and some things maybe you can just service on your own and not have to find a place to take it, which would be nice.
0: Yeah, there's no bigger bummer than you're on the road and you have to bring your RV in for something.
1: Yeah. Tom wants to learn about solar, 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 as he wrote. (laughs) I don't know if there's an echo or if he's just really, really interested in solar.
0: All he has to do is call ABC Upfitters.
1: That's true. Debbie really wants to know the basics. She said she's still learning how her small travel trailer works after she used to have a pop-up, and she's a little overwhelmed about how all these things work. So she would take Every class.
0: (laughs) We may have an update about that. We may, yes. Coming up soon. Yeah, Stay tuned, everybody.
1: Betsy wants to know how to grease her wheel bearings.
0: That's a good thing to know. And Michael Bracewell, our friend, the travel trailer guy, does have a really good... Video about that. Right.
1: And a couple people, I think one might have copied the other one, but the <laughs> term cranky vintage trailer issues came up a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> so I think those people need to listen to our episode about Camp Nation Expo. And maybe see if they can join that or if I, I can't remember exactly who said it. So if you're farther east coast, maybe you need to try to look up Tim Heinz and see if he can give you any tips and pointers.
0: And we had an interview with Tim. So we'll put a link to that in our show notes.
1: And Thomas said he would like to see a good general training course on RV system troubleshooting that is displayed in a flowchart philosophy, which sounds like a very good idea. And it would help people quickly know if they are capable of making the repair or if they need a technician. Also, he points out that it would save technicians time when they are doing repairs.
0: That is a really, really good idea. I like it.
1: Yeah. So thank you all for letting us know where you're... Where your weak spots, where you feel your weak spots are. And I hope that everyone finds the training they need. We are, as Tony said, we maybe have a little bit of information about some upcoming training. We'll,
0: um, yeah, we that, don't know that's what more all we're going to say, say right, right now. now but, <laughs> but we may have some pretty cool news coming up. So yep. obviously, stay tuned.
1: So this week, I'm kind of curious, do you decorate your camp site I know a lot of people decorate the inside of their camper and that kind of feels sort of, you know, permanent, like you don't have to change it or set it up or take it down every single time. But do you actually set up your site? You know, do you just put a rug or do you maybe stick some flamingos in the ground? (laughs) (laughs) Of course, this is one of those questions that demands answers with pictures. Oh, yeah. And And
0: the better, the better.
1: Yeah, for sure. And of course, where you would want to answer and post those pictures is on our fun and friendly Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group. Whew.
0: Man, that's a long name.
1: It's a long name, but it's a fun group full of fun people. We really don't have a problem keeping it friendly. People well, are very people nice are and kind and friendly, and we don't have to give very many people the boot, which is nice because <laughs> that takes too much time out of my day.
0: Right. And did you know we did a once a week newsletter? That's absolutely totally totally and completely free that's
1: true we have links to stories videos and podcasts that will help you get the most out of your rv experience
0: yeah just visit our website you can sign up for the newsletter and know that we would never share your information it's only there so that we can send you one newsletter a week period end of story
1: the pop-up comes on the very first time or at the bottom of any page and while you're on the website at stresslesscamping.com don't forget to check out the show notes this is episode number 191 and if you look on the podcast page you'll find show notes for all of the episodes
0: and while you're there don't forget our discounts and deals for the best deals on the things you'll need for your stressless camping adventure and if you've got a great deal for our audience let us know course we're also in all the social places but you can find us at stresslesscamping.com
1: and from there when you're done seeing all those other pages you can jump off to all the social places using those little logos at the top right if you don't want to miss a future episode of the stressless camping podcast it's free free to subscribe on any podcast catcher we are saving you a seat around our virtual campfire
0: you know a review will help others find the stressless camping podcast and having more listeners means we get these awesome guests.
1: That's right. So thank you to those of you who have written reviews. They really, really help us a lot and they help other people too, because if someone's looking for a good podcast and they read the reviews that say, this is a good podcast, hopefully they'll believe it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate you. We hope you are anticipating a great season of awesome camping. Yes. And with that, Someone stole the tent.
2: Let's say the relay let the good times roll.